Hey, what's up, fam? The Chosen Ones merch store is now open. Please do us a favor and go to thechosenonesgr.com and check out our gear. Support us by grabbing a shirt, a hoodie, maybe one or two. Shoot, buy some for the whole fam, the whole team. We appreciate the support. We love y'all. Thanks. This is The Chosen Podcast, a platform where student athletes can share their stories. Join the conversation as we talk about mental health, the daily grind, and the culture. We appreciate you being with us. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Chosen Podcast. I'm Wes with The Chosen Ones, homeless student athlete empowerment. I got a very special guest host today. Emphasis on very special. Very little emphasis on <laughs> very special. No, I'm just kidding. I got my little sister. What's up? Yeah. So this is a special episode here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, this is Nikki. Nikki Trammell, my little sister. Yes. Yeah. You know, the reason why people do the chosen ones, right? Because they love me. <sighs> I'm, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to keep that in there. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you just had a birthday. How old did you turn? 29. Okay. God is watching. Mm-hmm. And he sees you lying. Mm-hmm. How old did you turn? 29 plus one. 29 plus one equals 30. I did. I just turned 30. 30, 30. Dirty, 30. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank How's you. your body been feeling since? Um, It's an adjustment. 30, you know, you start cramping for no reason, mm. pains, yep. tweaks, yep. muscles start jumping, and feel, yeah. That's how I be. Mm-hmm. That's how I be. I told you about an hour or so ago that I made the best purchase of my life, and it's a muscle stimulator. <laughs> I'll be using that thing about five hours Where a day. Where was my birthday present? Uh, I, gave you a, I gave you a backpack. You did, but I, the muscle stimulator would have been more helpful. Is that what you want? No. Oh. I like my backpack. Okay. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. buying a muscle stimulator is kind of admitting like it's over. You're you're old. No. So. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited to have you on the episode here. Um, I think this is really gonna help a lot of people out there. Yeah. I think it's gonna help obviously student athletes. That's the people that we're talking to. Yeah. So if you're a student athlete, that maybe you're playing three sports. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a full house at home. Yeah. Shout out. R.I.P. Danny Tanner. Anyway, um, <laughs> maybe you're a student athlete that, you know, your parents put a lot of pressure on you yeah. to perform in the classroom as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned this before. Maybe you have a job yeah. on top of all that. Mm-hmm. Like, but even in pressures at home, like maybe you go to school all day and you go home and you're with your siblings and yeah, you got to be the mom or dad until parents get home from work at night. or Yeah. yeah. So I remember having a, I, I basically raised you. I'm tired of it. I was tired of it. Listen. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wendy. I did it. Shout Wendy out, and Petey. Shout out big sis <laughs> and big bro. Yeah, for sure. But what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about self-care. That's good. Yes. That's good. Because we all need a little bit of self-care. Yeah. A lot of self-care. Absolutely. Every day. Mm-hmm. Um. I know it's something that you have a passion for, so I'm really excited to get into that. But mm-hmm. before we get into it, um, 
I don't really know your background or where you come from. Uh, I want to hear that. And also, mm-hmm. your student athlete background, too. Yeah. So a little bit about my background. Um, so I got a master's in school social or social work with a concentration in social school social work. Master's. Um, master's level, you know. Um, no, and I've just always been an athlete growing up. I mean, I had to keep up with Wesley and Petey. And mm-hmm. um, so I always did. I'm multiple sports, basketball, softball, volleyball, um, soccer. I was a three-sport athlete in in, uh, in high school. Mm. Um, but then I think more like my sophomore and junior year, I really focused on basketball. Yeah. Um, I like had the dream of wanting to do college Ooh. basketball and um, wanting to play um, at the higher level. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's about me. Yeah, so yeah. When, when did you start to feel that pressure, I guess, from sports? And also what? brought that pressure if there was like a source mm-hmm. um i would say it probably was sophomore junior year in high school mm-hmm. um so i played all four years in varsity um and it was ni- like freshman sophomore year like they were the upperclassmen like you had those leaders and everything um and then once they left like junior year i was the veteran on the team mm-hmm. like i was the leader i was yeah. um had to like fill those roles and step in um and that's when it was like, it was a lot. For sure. Um, I mean, looking back now, it was like, oh, it's high school basketball. But no, like when you're in it and like when basketball, like you want that to be your future and like you want to perform well and you have to perform well in right. order for a team to even be um, successful. No doubt. Um, yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot of pressure on a high school kid. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if you had the same experience as I did. So I played freshman mm-hmm. or varsity freshman year two mm-hmm. okay and immediately i walked through the doors of jensen high school mm-hmm. a teacher you know how teachers take role mm-hmm. we're the only black people in there so <laughs> they don't even look they're like nikki oh yeah she's, she's here, here. Mm-hmm. yeah but anyway the first day though mm-hmm. they'd be like wes trammel wes trammel you're Pete's brother, aren't you? <laughs> I got one question for you. Are you gonna be better at basketball? We'll see. Did you did you see that? Did you did you deal with that? I feel like I probably got it worse. Maybe. At like three times worse. Mm. Because I would like walking in, I was always I was already Wesley's little sister, Pete's mm. little sister. Mm. Like that's that's that was my identity. Yeah. Um and it's Part of it still is today. Um, people will see me and be like, "Oh, how's how's like, hey, you're you're Wesley's sister, right? Yeah. How's he doing? How's Wesley doing? How's Pete doing? Like, how about how how am I doing? What are you doing? <laughs> no, but um, and I like things. Oh, Wesley's little sister. Like, that was that pressure to be be a trammel and be good at basketball, and yeah. that was really felt like all they cared about. At, like at sometimes, yeah. like you walk into class and after a game, and they'd be like, "Oh, how'd you play last night? Like, how about I need help with math, sir? Exactly. Like." <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Shout out Principal Devendorf. Yeah. Um, One day he came in, like, observed one of our classes. Mm -hmm. And you remember Mr. uh, Mr. Vogt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he had a couch in his class. And for that week, I think every week people rotated. They got to sit on the couch Mm -hmm. for, like, their seat. Yeah. And Principal Devendorf was sitting in there. So I was like, man, do I got to kick the principal out the seat? Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? So... Went over, I said, hey, Mr. Dubendorf, that's, that's my seat. You mind? Yeah. He was like, 
the way you played yesterday, you can have any seat you want. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, this is how it feels. Yeah. This is how it feels. But yeah, I definitely felt the pressure too, though. Like my very first game mm-hmm. at Grand Haven, mm-hmm. longest drive ever. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the JV game and I'm just like, I don't even know if I can play with these cats, <laughs> let alone varsity. So yeah. get out to the game. Um, we dress up or whatever. I didn't say anything to anybody after like uh-huh. whole warm ups, all that. So we run out, you know, you do the little circle, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're doing layup lines. Mm-hmm. We're warming up right in front of Grand, or Grand, Grand Haven's student section. Mm-hmm. First thing I hear, you'll never be like your brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, can I? Can I play a game yet? Yeah. Like, so the pressure, pressure is real. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people can can relate that have older siblings, mm-hmm. you know, that you had to deal with it two times. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what's up. So want to get into self care? Yeah. Um, the meat of this conversation. Um, just get right into it. So when did you feel like self care was? starting to become important to you um and could you remember maybe a moment or like an area in your life that that really triggered that um i'm sure i probably needed it like in high school Mm. i definitely needed it just struggling with like anxiety and like but mine manifested in more like physical things so like stomach headaches like i don't know how many doctor's appointments mom made me because i was always just complaining about my stomach hurting my head hurting um and like looking back like that was just me holding in all that tension and all that stress and everything um so i probably could have used it in high school but i really noticed in college um like with my classes and with playing sports Mm -hmm. um at one point i was a two-sport athlete like playing rugby and basketball right um and i just like it was too much yeah like it just being too much and then obviously after having nina um that's when i was like okay for sure like something's gotta something's gotta give i gotta do something yeah so So tell the people when you had nina (laughs) so i had nina um so it was may 14 2014 um so that was that was my um third year in college my junior year um that was my second year at davenport um i was three or four three games into my rugby season <laughs> and um we were we had started preseason for basketball and that's when i'd found out i was pregnant with her and then um had her at the end of that year um took the summer off and then went back to play rugby my last year yeah so, so. go ahead and flex on the people flex on them what am i flexing did you drop out of school absolutely not and you said you, you kept playing what rugby after having a what a baby. A whole child. A whole baby. A whole child. Yes. Proud, proud, thank proud you, big thank bro. You. Yeah. Um Yeah, finished school and then went back to my masters. Mm. Like Nina was gonna see her mom succeed. Absolutely. So So talk about pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when so you realize kind of when you needed it, when did mm-hmm. you really start to be serious about it and implement that in your daily life? So Healthy or unhealthy? <laughs> Go unhealthy first. Unhealthy? Yeah. Unhealthy started way earlier than it should be, but we're going to admit in college. Mm. Um, and that caught like a lot of drinking. 
heavily drinking. Yeah. Um, you know, like you're in school, you're in your classes, and like I didn't have classes Friday, so Thursday night well, it was a thirsty Thursday in college, and yep. like, yep. all right, we're going out, and it's like you go all out. Yeah. You got to release what you that week, and yeah, um, and that's the way. The society's way of saying the acceptable way to do it. Yeah. Um, more health, like, and then continuing that, guys, like, year after year, you realize, like, how unfulfilling and draining, unhealthy um, it is to, like, you're relating your stress response to, like, oh, I need a drink. Mm-hmm. Or your stress, re- stress response to, like, I need something like you see like how unhealthy that is like even till this day sometimes you have to catch yourself like if it's a bad day at school or at like at work and it's like oh i can go home and have a glass of wine or something like that but like how just unhealthy that is relating my stress and like my those emotions to i need something that's not going to benefit me or do anything yeah um to my body so uh but more healthy i um was during grad school um uh, it was I was working um, in school full time, um, had an internship, um, and we really like in social work like you really fo- like emphasis and focus on like self care and co- like positive coping skills and stuff like that. And then yeah. I just realized like, whoa, what I was doing like it was a coping mechanism, but mm-hmm. not a like a healthy coping skill. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's forms of self care that's like you said unhealthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was kind of in the same boat too uh, in college. Pressures of being a student athlete mm-hmm. and pressures to perform. So mm-hmm. especially after a bad game, it's like, all right, let's let's go throw throw a couple back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's it's not it's not healthy. No, yeah. and it even caused more harm than good because yeah. like you wake up the next morning, obviously you're not feeling well, but it's like you're tired you're groggy and Mm -hmm. like you still got to go to practice that day and it's like you don't perform at practice and that adds even more stress onto you and so it's just like a a full circle that yeah you want to get out of luckily luckily i am a person that did not perform well like the day after partying Mm -hmm. so whenever we had an early practice the next day or whenever we had a game the next day or whatever i never never took a drink because I did it one time, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, 2010. Mm-hmm. We had practice at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like paranoid. Mm-hmm. Just like going through practice, like, all right, <laughs> I'm never doing this again. <laughs> never doing this again. But um, but some yeah. people mm-hmm. were really good yeah. at, at uh, like functioning. Mm-hmm. And like, like they got eight hours of sleep the night mm-hmm. before. You know what I mean? We do not condone that. Yeah. No. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> but I feel like that's even more dangerous. Yeah. If you're able to function, mm-hmm. and you're able to act like nothing happened. That's a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Like those are characteristics sense. of a functioning alcoholic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. So what actually is self care? Actually, mm-hmm. no, no. We'll go back. Let's get into the healthy part. Yeah. So when you started, you know, doing self care that was healthy and good for you, mm-hmm. what did that look like? Um, it was a, like a release. Um, it brought just more like joy and fulfillment, um, along with like kind of a reset. Yeah. Um, like after doing like those healthy skills, it was like 
when I was done, I felt good. Like I felt mm-hmm. ready to like just keep pushing and keep going. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah. And I, I think you could tell. You could tell when, you know, the the self care is actually good for you because mm-hmm. you probably have that energy mm-hmm. to go back and do your everyday life. Yeah. Uh, get back and go to work on Monday mm-hmm. or or you know, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, I know when I had unhealthy self-care activities, mm-hmm. I didn't have the, the energy. Mm-mm. You know, I didn't feel well-rested. Yeah. You know, I may have had fun. Mm-hmm. So I think we can get into that in mm-hmm. a little bit. But, like, there are some forms of self-care where you think, like, oh, this is great. It's a good time. Yeah. But you don't feel rested. No. You know what I mean? So, no. um, So in your definition, what exactly is self-care if you had to? come up with so my definition would be um i guess like techniques or activities or um tactics to use to help reset your body um physically emotionally um spiritually um all really aspects of of your body mentally emotionally right um yeah simple enough yeah simple enough um Let's take a break here mm-hmm. and then get back into it in a second. All right. All right, we back. So we just covered the your definition mm-hmm. of self-care. Uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Okay. But what are some examples? Um, actually, you didn't touch on this. What are some th- examples of things that are not self-care, but people think it may be self-care? I guess we touched on it a little bit. But. Yeah, I guess unhealthy ways. I don't know. The thing about self-care is that, like, it's, it's different based on everybody. Yeah. Like, there's no healthy skills, like, things that, like, people are different. Obviously, th- different things are going to bring somebody joy. Right. Um, or bring them, like, that comfort, that, like, that reset that they need. Yeah. Um, that's, we learned that in grad school. It was weird. We had to do, we did a whole class, it was a whole class on um, self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody had to, like, do like a trial like find something that brings them joy and like do it through the whole i think it was like seven week course um and then we wrote a paper about it and so it was like it was crazy like things that i would not find restful or like enjoyable other people do so like there was someone who wrote a paper on like sitting in their um like they're going hunting and they love to sit in their i think they're called blinds like the like the uh in the trees uh, i don't know what they're called but the, <laughs> the little like shack things that are in the trees that they wait for deer for yeah, yeah. and he talked about how like that's like the best his best self-care and the best time because he's sitting alone like that mental peace and just kind of by by yourself you yeah. do nothing but think and just process and reflect yeah. um and i was like i guess i could see the how that is but like sitting in the cold for eight to twelve hours and by myself like yeah. mm, not me. But for someone else, like, that's a form of self-care. Exactly. Um, like, I love baking. Baking is my, that's that's me. That's yeah. my self-care. Yeah. Like, if I'm too stressed, that to-do list is going to be pushed to the side, and I'm about to make some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, like. Yeah. Um, and then other people said, like, um, I've said going to the beach, like, whether it's warm or cold, and just walking in the sand right. um, is a form of self-care. Like, physical, like, working out um people love to like release those endorphins and you yeah. know move their body and sweat mm-hmm. um that's another form yeah. um, so it's different based on everybody for sure um but as long as it's bringing you like it's going to 
better you as a person and like release those those stress hormones and things like that's could be a form of self-care no doubt no mm-hmm. doubt yeah you made a really good point that i want to go back to right. you said when you're stressed there's a whole to-do list and you push them aside yeah and you get your bake on or whatever yeah is that okay absolutely i mean to a certain extent, yes. Yeah. So, like, if you're pushing that to-do list to the side days and days on end just because, like, you are so overwhelmed and you are stressed, nah, fam. Like, we got to figure out what is the, the deep root. Like, what are you avoiding? Yeah, but, right. like, if you have a couple hours, like, I know I'm, the things that maybe that are due at work on Monday or um, just projects that I'm working on. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to push them off for a couple hours so I can, like, really kind of get my mind right and just, like woosah for a sec and then so i'm back i'm focused i'm ready to go yeah so yeah that's i think you hit the nail right on the head um because i think of like student athletes Mm -hmm. right um maybe they say i gotta get to the gym today i gotta work out today Mm -hmm. because there's other people out there getting better Mm -hmm. which may be true Mm -hmm. but if you are extremely anxious extremely stressed out Mm -hmm. extremely distracted Mm -hmm. Will that two hours in the gym, like, will you really get better that no, day? No. And it'll absolutely be ineffective more than it will be effective yeah. because, like, that pressure, you're tense, you're, like, you're not right, like, and you probably aren't going to perform well. You're not going to shoot well. Like, your yeah. handling is going to be way off, and it's just going to frustrate you even more. Exactly. So it's, like, take that hour or two. Like, you even set a timer. Take it. Right. Do Give yourself another hour or two to maybe watch your favorite movie or, like, um, read a book or do some painting or go for a walk yeah. um, just yeah. to like forget about it for a sec um, and just like, give yourself some time and then you can go back and then after those two hours all right it's time to go like yeah. let's eat yeah that's all true I'm uh so I had a assistant coach mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. um <laughs> Josh knows who I'm talking about. But uh so it was after the season. Okay. And we usually got like a week and a half off mm-hmm. after the season and we got back into workouts and okay. stuff like that. And I took that week and a half off. Yeah. The entire week and a half. Yeah. Didn't touch a ball. Good for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I get back to the gym. Yeah. My coach was like, What's up? One of my coaches. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, nothing. He's like, what you been up to? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You ain't been in the gym? Nah. It's called a break for a reason, sir. Right. <laughs> he was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm like, because it was a break. Yeah. Like, we got time off, so I took it. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, nah, you need to be in the gym. I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's good to take breaks sometimes. No, it ain't. Mm. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, is he kidding? Like, is he messing with me? Yeah. But he had a like serious look on his face. Yeah. So I'm like, so you didn't take a break when you were when you were hooping? Yeah. No. I just like stared at him. Like, all right, he's gonna smile. Yeah. But no. I'm like, all right. Uh, for real? He's like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you? Because other people out there getting better. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. All right, but like. No, I mean, you know, teach his own, I guess. Yeah, but um, rest is essential, though. Yeah. Like, you can't just keep putting that stress on your body. Yeah. Because, like, I found out, so high school, I, 
basketball was my coping skill. Like yeah. playing sports, like that was my mental like yeah. like reset. But then when you get to college, that's your job. It's and yo. it's your job to perform well. It's and that's and it's like when you need a break, I don't wanna be in the gym. I don't wanna see a basketball. I don't wanna think about basketball. Yeah. Like so I needed to find other ways to help my body um reset and to help me focus and to help me like just kind of get my mind off of things yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. golly yeah me too um i guess that's a good segue to this question okay take yourself back to du okay playing basketball mm-hmm. um coach williams shout out coach williams i saw him the he, other day. mike will made it yeah. and yeah. he's the dopest of all time good dude um so you take yourself back there okay what would you have done differently as a student athlete to like really take care of yourself in a good way? Boundaries. Mm. Um, just like when you live like on campus and you are um, you live with your teammates, matter of <laughs> fact, like so you're with a 24. I mean, I obviously still love my teammates to this day, like Kia, Alex, like I love them. Mm hmm. Maybe I even maybe influence them as most of the time, but I'm just <laughs> saying um, when you are with them all the time and it's like, just, you want to be social. Like yeah. you have these teammates. Oh, let's go to our other teammates room. Like, let's hang out. Like, let's do this. Like you're go, go, go all the time. Right. And I really wish that I would have took some time for myself um, and to just be in my room and just like hanging out. But like, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's college. Like you yeah. just want to, do all the things and it's like if you aren't going away for a game or if you don't have practice like you want to be with people and so it's like so many late nights and staying up and then waking up like early and um for class and then going to practice and then it's like doing it all over again like you just i really wish i would have knew what i know now and just kind of really focus on like sleep Mm -hmm. and eating right you go to the the food court or the um the dining hall and it's like you eat what's there but also like they have unlimited like sandwiches and cereal and like ice cream and other stuff so you get that every night too it's like oh i'm going to practice tomorrow anyway so like might as well we'll burn it off (laughs) burn the calories (laughs) whatever yeah yeah we ate so much ice cream Mm -hmm. we used to uh be in fresh foods our our cafeteria Mm -hmm. and we would be there for like two hours after practice, just like just chilling. Yeah, like you would get your pre dinner yep. and then sit there and talk for longer, yep. then then get More your dinner, dinner. and yeah. then realize the dining hall would close at a certain time, so yep. get stuff to go exactly. so you could eat in the room. Exactly. <laughs> like it would be funny. We would be talking and stuff like after we're kind of done eating. Yeah, so we'd be talking for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and like everybody be laughing like, ah, yeah, yeah, bro, mm-hmm. that was crazy. That was crazy. And it'd be like an awkward silence. Like mm-hmm. it all be it would always be Nick Carrey. Like, oh, so you want to get some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we get some ice cream. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, like, like you kind of alluded to it. It was basketball, right? Mm-hmm. I get out of basketball, whether it's a game or a practice. Mm-hmm. I'm walking home with my teammates. We get home. What do we do? We turn on the Xbox. We play NBA 2K. Yeah. And then eight o'clock. 10 o'clock oh the game is on we yeah. watch basketball mm-hmm. so it was like i never got away from it never my mind was always like fixated on it yeah you know what i mean like ball is life was like a real thing right and it didn't have to be yeah 
Yeah. For you to be successful in it and for Mm -hmm. you to be, um, to get where you wanted to go, it didn't have to be life. Exactly. And it still doesn't. Right. Exactly. In a way, I, uh, I envy Josh sometimes because he had friends outside of basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, because he, he walked on, um, he left, then he came back. But like he he had other roommates that weren't basketball players, mm-hmm. so he had the opportunity to, to hang out with guys that didn't play basketball. They yeah. didn't talk about basketball. It was like it was almost like he was in a different world, mm-hmm. you know. And he, it gave, gave him a mental break from the game. Mm-hmm. So um, that's another thing I wish I would have done. I wish yeah. I would have been more involved mm-hmm. on campus. I felt like oh, basketball's taking up so much time. Mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't have made that excuse yeah um whether that's you know in our dorm you know how they have events and stuff like that mm-hmm. which i would have mingled with, with other, other people, people. Yeah. um just different stuff yeah just get more more involved yeah so mm-hmm. whether yeah. it is i know i mean sometimes they get bad reputations but like now that i know what like fraternity and sororities like really are like yeah i think davenport didn't have them but like maybe like going to a different college like i probably would have took advantage of that experience like yeah. just getting other friends that are into other things and like maybe majoring in different things and right. um right. and it, like they do a lot of like volunteer work and stuff like that so like really just getting out and doing exactly just anything else besides sports yeah Betas. No, that was the only like experience I ever had with an HBCU was Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard. <laughs> For real. Like But I went um, to uh uh Florida A and M last year. A and M. It was so dope. Yeah. And it made me kinda sad. Like I wish that I would have missed out on experience. Yeah, wish yeah. I would have had that opportunity. But mm-hmm. But I'm glad that, like, these young kids are, like, it's, like, popular now and, like, they're getting more experience and more, like, education on, educated on it just because yeah. I feel like if we would have told mom and dad in high school, like, I want to go to HBCU and they've been like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. No. Um, so, advice time mm-hmm. for the student athletes out there. Okay. This might be off top of your head, but I'm asking you anyway. Ask me. If you could come up with maybe three steps to come up with a like a self-care plan okay for a student athlete out there that is struggling Mm -hmm. what would you advise them to do okay so write a list of everything that you enjoy Mm. that you enjoy doing yeah um that does not have to do with the sport that you play so like if I think about my list, I would say like things other things that bring me joy would be like baking, um, reading, watching mm-hmm. movies, um, coloring, um, just stuff like that. Like little, small things. It doesn't have to be anything you have to spend money on. It does. It can be stuff that it's around the house. I love yeah. going for walks. Um, that's been oh that's been huge. Like going for walks for me, just like getting out in that fresh air and yeah. nature and yeah. Um, that's another thing. Like a lot of things. Sorry, not to cut you no, off. No, you're good. But. Like, I think a lot of people overthink self care. Like, yeah. I gotta, gotta go to the spa. Yeah. I gotta go. You know, I need a massage. Trip, I need my nails you know done. What I'm I need to get, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be as simple as taking a walk. It literally taking a thirty minute walk. A thirty what? A thirty minute walk does wonders to your mental health. Yeah. Just that, like, 
the release like you are releasing those stress hormones but also like the exercise too and then just like that mental clarity like right. being able to think for sure. um oh, sorry yeah so um like coloring going for walks um whether it be um i don't know any like arts and crafts that that's me mm, so that's a make a list of things that you enjoy doing that's outside of sports and then get your calendar out um and plan to do those things yeah so if it's something that's like i'm gonna take a walk on tuesdays and wednesdays um or i'm gonna do i'm gonna spend 20 20 minutes doing coloring or doing a word search or whatever for and for 20 30 minutes yeah um do those things do plan it once a day and then the third action is do them right um because when you get into the habit of spending that time with yourself um every day like it's a li- like hope like it's a lifestyle right so using like self-care it's definitely add it to your lifestyle no doubt. And it shouldn't it should be a non-negotiable yeah um so that time you you park out to go hang out with your friends that 20 minutes or 30 minutes before should be time with yourself first absolutely mm-hmm. what about the individuals that say well so-and-so you know, is asking me to do this. So I have to do this for, for my mom. I have to do this for my coach. I have to do these things for my friends. I don't have time. Well, what about yourself? What about what me? What about yourself? What about me? So, okay. So I'm like, we're going to use like the airplane analogy. Yeah. Like when you're on an airplane, if you've ever been on an airplane, they go through the whole spiel before you take off. And it's like when the... The breathing things come down. You yeah. put it on yourself first before yeah. you help the person next to you. Right? It's pretty good. Right? It's pretty good. So, you know, help yourself breathe first right. before you try and help somebody else. Exactly. Um, and I like, and that's, I mean, this is a, like a message to myself. Yeah. Um, I'm one to like impulsively say yes to anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like finally too late or when I'm like at my, burnt out breaking point whatever and i'm like oh man i need to do this for myself and it's like but when i start i notice a big difference like in the morning if i'm getting up and like reading my bible and having a cup of coffee to myself or um even when i like come home from work if it like not right now because it's too dark but (laughs) (laughs) come home and like go for a walk or if i go for a walk in the morning like that time to myself and to like process and just think and like just start my day slow um is been huge for my mental health it works wonders yeah works wonders mm-hmm. yeah that's the same with me um like having that time of silence mm-hmm. for me so i'm a i'm a obviously not obviously but i'm introverted mm-hmm. so stuff like this it's hard for me but i'm just doing it because i love helping yeah you know what i mean and um, so too i'm sorry not to cut you off no, but like and people say this and it's so cliche but it's so true like you can't pour from an empty cup yeah you like can't. so you can't you got to stop pouring into everybody else's cup like if there's nothing left in yours yeah yeah, so. yeah. um man there's an andy minio line that was in my head but i lost it sorry that was my fault no nah, you're good you. you're good um but basically basically what he was saying was you know how can i really care for others when mm-hmm. I can't even care for myself. This is about a light. Huh? This is about a no. Okay. Oh, I don't know. No. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, Andy. I I know like all your verses, but you can play. <laughs> you can play it right now. We won't be one. able to put it on oh, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we would get flagged. Oh. You know. You know that. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think I think that's good advice for sure. Um, the key word that I heard was 
or the key phrase was basically do it. Do it. Make time for it. Make time for yourself mm-hmm. because if you don't do it, mm-hmm. you're not going to be the best version of yourself. No. So we could talk in athlete language. You know, if you want that championship, yeah, if you want that Division One yeah. offer, Division Two, Three, whatever, any college, if you want to play on the next level, yeah, like this is something that you absolutely have to do. This is a non-negotiable. Yeah. For like, for real. For yeah. Real. Um, and even, so a lot of people are like, oh, my self-care is like hanging out with friends or like whatever. And that's great. Like you can do that. Be social. Like that's a big part of it. Yeah. But also like you need that time to yourself and to reflect on your feelings and reflect on how you're feeling. Right. Um, I always say that like feelings are indicators, not dictators. Yeah. So if you are emotional, if you are stressed, if you are like whatever those big feelings that you're feeling there's it's something like your body's telling you something yeah and it's it shouldn't be a dictator of your behavior like right. you shouldn't be out like doing things you're not supposed to or lashing out at people or treating people any type of way because of that right um your body's telling like those feelings are indicating what's really going on with your body and Absolutely. so sitting alone and processing mentally by yourself like it's going to help you figure that out right i think some people might push back and say i don't think they would say this i think most people wouldn't admit this that they're afraid to be alone in silence um they probably won't admit it but it's probably the ab that's the truth yeah um because we run away from uncomfortable feelings like sitting by yourself like and i'm not sitting by yourself like scrolling on your phone not like with the tv on or whatever no like sitting in yourself in pure silence Mm -hmm. tv off Mm -hmm. no distractions Mm -hmm. like no scrolling on tiktok whatever um it is it can be absolutely uncomfortable to think about it and to process those feelings that you have or emotions because you're probably going to start thinking about things that you've been compartmentalizing and trying not to deal with and so that 20 to 30 minutes by yourself like that's going to make you deal with those but the more you do it the more comfortable you become right. in it. Yeah. Um, I used to hate being by myself. Like mm-hmm. I used to hate like sitting alone. Like and even like to this day I really struggle with like, oh like looking around, like meh, like yeah. trying to avoid I things. But like <laughs> when I sit and like even if I like maybe play like um maybe like a worship playlist or like just instrumentals, not words that I'm gonna get distracted, but like just like light like white noise. Yeah. Um and close my eyes and like really really um like meditate on what's going on. Um, that's how, that is very, it's, it's the difference right there. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Whatever we go through, like we got to face it. You have to, we have to face it. Mm-hmm. I know there's people out there that are like busy bodies mm-hmm. that dive into their work or dive into their sport. Mm-hmm. Um, just to maybe avoid the loss of a loved one mm-hmm. or, you know, a hard time. Yeah. But like, it's only going to prolong, mm-hmm. you know, that that pain. You yeah. might not feel the pain, but it's going to come back up mm-hmm. so at a time where you absolutely at the, the worst, worst time, time possible. Worst you know time. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically covering up a deep wound with a Band-Aid. Yeah. And it's you're going to have to keep changing that mm-hmm. Band-Aid. But when you actually attack that and, and go through it mm-hmm. and visit it yeah. consistently, that's how those wounds to heal. Mm-hmm. And even just think about like 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 a it's almost like a pipe yeah. or like or even like you shake up a bottle mm-hmm. like just think about yourself just like shaking like yeah. like a pot bottle like I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Um 
and I'm like it keeps shaking and the pressure keeps building and building and building and eventually it's gonna it's gonna bust right and that's the same way like our bodies are like if you are like holding all that stuff inside like and it just keeps like all right stuff school like get a bad grade on a test um you're not doing well in social studies and then oh you go home and you're getting yelled at because your room's not clean or yeah. you're supposed to go um do something for your little brother or sister or you're supposed to mow the lawn or like just the stuff at home builds up and then yeah. it's like oh your boyfriend breaks up with you or your girlfriend breaks up with you or your friends are mad at you because you missed this event and it's like you it keeps piling up like you are gonna bust yeah and it's gonna be it's a great analogy yeah great analogy dang it's a lot of good stuff i feel like we could go on i could go on for days yeah might have to do it again Mm -hmm. um i hope that was helpful for everybody yeah um let's end on a lighter note here okay so who is let's do one one athlete that you follow right now that you just you're like yeah yeah you know who like and i just love well just one okay yeah just one no it's fine i'm gonna do i'm gonna say simone biles okay like made a nice comeback a nice comeback but also like for her the last olympics and for her to really struggle um and have that mental block and she could not perform and decided Mm. to take a step back like it just says so much about her and her character to like to speak out on it like and then come back kill the game and she's still killing it like she's technically i mean technically old for gymnastics like gymnastics yeah um for their like the age um but she's coming back and like she's stronger and better and she's killing it like and so it just talks about like perseverance and like doing what you need to do for your body in order to perform at your best see boom learn boom learn (laughs) we gotta learn we gotta learn from the greatest of all time like she took a break yeah you know took Um, a step back supported her got married supported her husband for a little bit like exactly exactly like it's that was probably self-care for her i don't know she didn't say it but i'm I'm sure it was right like we're regular people you know yeah. we say like oh what about i gotta do this for my friend i gotta yeah. do this for my mom my dad like she had millions of people loving to watch her perform mm-hmm. and she was like I yeah need to do this for me and then talked so badly about her exactly. like as she was take like made that decision and that's another thing though like people Sorry, I didn't mean to like keep going, but like people are gonna like you're gonna upset somebody. Like you're gonna have to say no. You're gonna have to like take a step back, and it's gonna upset somebody. Your best friend might be upset. Your girlfriend might be upset. Um, your your parents like might not really understand, but it's like only you know your body and you know what you need. Exactly. And so let you gotta let them be upset because you got to do what's best for you in that moment don't be disrespectful to your parents i don't condone that i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like if you need 20 30 minutes you just let them know like mom i fully intend on doing x y and z Mm -hmm. i just need 30 minutes to myself for a second yeah i'm feeling overwhelmed right parents you hear that you hear that you we even just talked about this today at work like we like parents and even like get people who work with kids, it's like we do what we need to do for our bodies and make sure that our needs are met. Yeah. But we don't we don't give kids the same chance. We don't give them the same right. the same chance. Let's do this now. Do the yeah. It's do it now when I say because I said so. Like mm-hmm. if they communicate that they their needs that they need a few minutes. Yeah. What is the harm in giving them a few minutes? Right. 
to make sure that their mind is right. Yeah. Like I'd rather you do what you need to do to get your mind right than mm-hmm. us having conversation a little bit later about something totally different. Yeah. And that's not what you want to hear. Exactly. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Well, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. It was nice to meet you. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you stopping by and talking about uh, self-care. Mm-hmm. I hope it was helpful. I hope it was, yeah. For y'all. Hey, reach out to y'all if you, we can talk all the self-care. For Give sure. me tips, tricks. For sure. Yeah, follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. The Chosen was GR on Instagram, on, not Twitter, X. <laughs> and, uh, you can find us at the chosen ones gr as well mm-hmm. on facebook as well reach yeah. out reach out to us please um yeah if you're in the grandpa's area and you want to work with tca holler at us uh we'd love to work with you and your your team and yeah. program whatever that may be your players so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah um also visit uh the chosen ones gr.com for merch shameless plug plug, (laughs) no i appreciate you guys um if you enjoy this episode make sure you subscribe to our channel on youtube we are on spotify and apple podcast app as well Mm -hmm. so yeah share this episode out if you uh enjoyed it and uh tune in next time until next time deuces That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Chosen Podcast. We appreciate the support. Do us a favor and send this episode to someone that needs it. Peace.